Welcome to Illuminate Universe's podcast, The Cast. Get it? The Cast? Okay, let's dive right in. My name is Cindy Jano. I'm a project manager intern at Illuminate Universe. In this episode of Illuminate Universe's podcast, Illuminate's Director of Business Development, Rochelle Knightlet, and Illuminate Leadership Academy student, Aaron Sun, interview Dan Kiernan, a career coach at said business school. Listeners this week will enjoy hearing Dan's story on how he got to where he is today. He discusses one of his fundamental life lessons, which is following your interests instead of your passions. He provides insightful advice on how to deal with change in your professional journey and gives advice to aspiring business leaders. Before further ado, let's get into today's podcast. Thank you so much for coming to speak on our podcast. So I thought that we could go back to the beginning of your journey. When you were going into university, did you already know what you wanted to do? What did you study and how did your post-secondary decision relate to your goals? So at that time, if I'm honest, I was very, very unfocused and I, I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. And perhaps even worse than that, I didn't even know what I wanted from work. And I, I didn't really know what my options were. And that's because I, I grew up in a, a working class background and everyone I knew worked in factories or worked in shops or were tradesmen. Um, and I was the first person in my family to go to university. I didn't know anyone else who'd been to university. So I didn't really know what people did for jobs after university. I didn't have any idea what the possibilities were. So I, I just followed my interests and I studied history because that was the subject I enjoyed most at school. Um, and nothing happened at university that enlightened me about the world of work. Um, the career services weren't as big in those days. Um, university wasn't such a, a vocational thing in those days. So when I left university, I sort of bummed around and did a few odd jobs. Um, and then eventually I was, I was lucky enough to take a job in financial services um, where over a period of years, I, I was able to build a career. So I, you know, I think reflecting back on all of that, I, I take two lessons away from it. So one was that following my interests was a good thing. And that's something that I've applied throughout the rest of my career. So I knew a lot of people who didn't finish their courses at university or really struggled with motivation or um, had to change courses. Um, and I really enjoyed what I was doing. Um, and so I was motivated all the way through university. And that lesson stuck with me about following my interests. Um, and that means I can stay motivated. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's a bit of a sidebar conversation here as well, because I, I'm choosing my words quite carefully when I say follow my interests and not do what you love or follow your passion which is, is often advice that young people get, well-meaning advice, but I think it'd be quite dangerous sometimes because um, with very few exceptions, I think when you're young, it's, it's hard to know exactly what your passion is. And it, it sets the bar very, very high for what you're gonna get out of work. So I, I often counsel students to instead follow their interests and then within whatever the parameters are, with within your job or your organization or where you find yourself in your career 
it's much easier to follow your interest than to try and, and follow your passion. Um, so that worked out well for me, and that's that's a lesson I've applied throughout my career. Uh, the other lesson I take away is trying to understand your options. So as I said, I had no understanding at all of my options, which meant I had a very unfocused start to my career. And I now counsel students or anyone who's going through any kind of career transition um, to take some time to really explore and discover all of the possibilities and discover what your options might be before you make a decision, before you follow a particular path. And that's a lesson I learned the hard way um, at university. Um, but ever since then, I've always tried to be very curious and go on this path of exploration and discovery every time I'm thinking of making a change in my career. So not a conventional start to a career, um, but there were some important lessons in there for me. Yeah, for sure. And that's really interesting to hear, especially since I'm also starting out in my career and I'm starting to explore my options, as I'm sure many of the Illuminate students are. So it's really great to see how far you've come in your journey. Yeah, and I do think that's wonderful advice that if you follow your interests, you can make a career out of it. If you just try to decide a career and go with it, you're going to have a much more difficult time. Yeah. You had mentioned um, that, you know, you kind of, you saw some people who had to change their course of path, who didn't follow through with their education. And that feeds in really well to what I would like to ask you next. As much as we try to set clear plans for ourselves, we know that things don't always pan out as expected. How did your professional journey compare to the plans that you originally may have set for yourself? And what's one piece of advice that you would offer someone currently trying to attain their dream job? So, as I said, I, I had a very unfocused start to my career. So I didn't really have a plan. Um, but some things emerged through the early years of my career, um, some guiding principles. And I think these have served me well. And again, this is now something that I counsel students. Rather than having a very clearly defined plan, which is going to be very hard to execute because careers play out over a long period of time. Um, people are very complex and what they want changes and the world of work is very complex and there are many things that happen that are outside of our control. So I followed my interests, I continued to do that. Um, so for example, when I was working for the bank, um, I had several possibilities for how I could develop my career. I could have developed myself as an analyst and been a subject matter expert. I could have got closer to the clients and been a client relationship manager. Uh, I could potentially have got closer to IT and been a business analyst. Uh, but what I was really interested in was people. And so I developed as a people manager. So I was following my interests. Um, again, I also continued to explore and be curious and always tried to understand a lot of what was going on around me in tangential areas, in, in areas that weren't perhaps directly to do with me, because that helped me generate a lot of options. And so that served me well for getting on to new projects or opportunities to travel or opportunities to develop in my career. Um, another principle I applied was identifying and playing to my strengths. So I said earlier, I, I studied history, which is not a very vocational degree. Um, and, you know, 
on the surface of it, it doesn't have much to do with the world of work. But it, it did teach me to make decisions based on incomplete information and come to conclusions based on incomplete information. Um, it taught me empathy and trying to understand people's motivations for doing things. It taught me strategic thinking and thinking through why are things this way and how could they potentially have been different. Um, it taught me communication skills. You have to um, create an argument and be able to make a very strong argument on paper or in conversation. Um, and at the time that I studied history, you, you had to be a, a good self-starter as well, because you only had a couple of hours lectures a week and a couple of hours of tutorials. And the rest of the time, you were essentially responsible for yourself and had to teach yourself. And I discovered all of those things were strengths in the workplace. And so I played to those strengths and they dovetailed quite nicely with my interest in managing people. So those were two principles that I continued to apply through my career. Um, and I think they served me well. So it wasn't really a plan as such, but by applying those principles, I was able to adapt to changing circumstances. And even though I started right at the bottom, because I'd had this unfocused start to my career, I was able to work my way up um, by spotting opportunities and, and then being able to take advantage of them. Yeah, for sure. That's an excellent piece of advice. I'll definitely keep that in mind when exploring my options as well. So we know that now you are an incredibly successful career consultant for the University of Oxford. So what brought you into this field of career coaching, given that you also have a background for finance? Well, I suppose it was um, building on some of the things that I've just been speaking about. So I continued to follow my interests and play to my strengths. Um, but after about 10 years at the bank, um, I could see that I was you know, never really going to be anything more than a, a mid-level manager. I was going to be a small cog in a big machine. Um, and so that you know, became a little bit boring and a little bit limiting. Um, and so I thought you know, it would be good to have a change. And I suppose this is another principle I've followed. Uh, when the time is right, be courageous enough to make a change. And that was the point at which I switched to working for a startup. And I went to work for a fintech startup. So I was still using some of the strengths I had, some of the knowledge and experience I'd built up from my career in mainstream finance, but in a slightly different environment. So it wasn't like a complete leap into the unknown. It was a career pivot that was built on things that I'd already developed in the first part of my career. Um, and so I really enjoyed my time there as six years in a startup. Um, and then after six years there, um, I, again, I felt like it was time to make a change. It had been a lot of fun. It had also been very stressful. I was feeling a little bit burned out. Uh, I'd also moved out of London, um, and so I was getting a bit sick of commuting into London every day. Um, so that was another driver for a change. And I thought back again through my career and realised I'd always enjoyed I'd always been interested in working with people and in particular helping young people develop in the early years of their career. So following my interests. Um, and I think I've been good at it. You know, I'd had a lot of good feedback for it. I'd been on some coaching courses as part of my development as a manager. So I was playing to my strengths and I thought perhaps a career pivot again into uh, coaching in higher education um, would make sense. 
But again, I was building on what I'd already developed. So I pivoted into working for a business school and my primary role in my first career coaching job was looking after students who were studying finance. They were doing masters in finance. So again, I was building on knowledge and experience that I'd already developed in the first half of my career. So that, that's what led me into career coaching. It's, it's been a good move. I really, really enjoy my work. Um, and it feels like it's a bit of a culmination of the, the first 16 years of my career, uh, developing these people management skills. It's so interesting how you say you started with an unfocused beginning. And as you've gone through your career, you've taken bits and pieces of things that you were interested in and paired them with your successes to ultimately funnel into what seems like the perfect job based on your experience and <laughs> background. Yeah, I, I feel that's probably true. And, you know, I, I said earlier, follow your passion is dangerous advice. Um, but I do feel like perhaps career coaching is, is a kind of passion for me. But it's taken me, you know, 16, 20 years to develop this passion. Um, and so I think, that, you know, that's something to bear in mind. Your passion isn't something that's sort of already crystallized when you're 20 or 21. Um, and, you know, you can just uncover it. And there it is. And you know what you want to do for the rest of your career. Um, it's probably something that's going to develop through the early years of your career and that's why it's important to be curious to explore lots of options um, and to take an active role in managing your career so don't let it be something that just happens to you you've got to play a role in managing it and thinking through things like what am I interested in where do my strengths lie uh, what are my options for applying those yeah that's amazing advice and I think it is just such a great point to make that while you are passionate now about your work, it's become something you are passionate about, but it didn't start off as your passion, so to speak. So that kind of, you've, you've given some wonderful advice. I'm going to ask you for some more <laughs> advice. Would you have for aspiring business leaders to be successful in both their careers and in life um, in general, but also in this very strange and, dare I say, unprecedented <laughs> that we are currently in? Um, well, I, I, you know, I suppose the advice I would give um, would build again on, on everything we've already been talking about. I'm, I'm kind of suspicious of um, very rigid plans or very um, rigid specific pieces of advice because, you know, we, as you've pointed out, we live in a, a very uncertain world, um, a, a very ambiguous world. Uh, it's very hard to uh, form a clear picture of how things are going to change in the future and what work's going to look like in the future for lots of different reasons. So I think, you know, my overarching advice would be to, to manage your career, but manage it in a way where you can be agile and flexible and adaptable uh, because that's probably going to be really important over the next few years and so I think things that we've been talking about you know know what your interests are and, and follow and build on your interests um, explore and be curious and think really broadly so you're really aware of all the possibilities for you you know identify and understand and play to your strengths um, and then when the time is right, be courageous enough 
to to make a change or make a move or pivot your career in some way. And I think that's an agile strategy that most people could apply um, for most of the time in their careers. And then I I suppose perhaps one last piece of advice is uh, to keep your career in perspective. So, you know, it's, it's not all important. It is important. We spend a long time at work. And so it's important that you find work meaningful and you get a lot out of it. But there's more to life than just working. Um, and so you're always going to have bad days in the office or bad months or even a bad year at work. And you don't want to get that that's to get you down too much. So keep your career in perspective. Um, it's only one part of, of life and, and don't become too obsessive about it. Well, thank you so so much, Dan, for that great advice. I'm sure that myself and the rest of the Illuminate community can take away so much valuable insight from your experiences. No, it's it's wonderful to have the opportunity to to share some thoughts and share, share some ideas. Thank you.